welcome to the Badass in Business show, the show where we show you, uh, help you with your inner game and your outer game, and show you how to own your own inner badass and share strategies with you to badass your business. In other words, we're here to get you badassified. And I'm thrilled today, I'm Annette Piper, your host, and I'm thrilled today because we have Gary Wilbers in the house. And I met Gary through a mutual coach that we've both been working with, and I just love the caliber of people that I meet and get to bring to the show. Now, Gary is CEO of Ascend Business Strategies, where he applies his passion for helping others with inspirational keynote speeches, business coaching, and leadership training. And Gary's been an entrepreneur and owner of multiple businesses in Missouri, since 1990. Welcome to the show, Gary. Thanks, Annette, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here. So I always start the show by having my guests tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business. Well, I've been a lifetime entrepreneur. Um, Started and had about 10 to 12 different businesses that I've owned and operated. Um, several of them from scratch, and my first industry was the mobile phone industry that today we would call those wireless phones that we carry around that everyone has. Um, I got into that when it first really came into Missouri in 1990 and was in that industry from until 2012. Um, and in 2013-14, I had several other businesses that I either closed down or Um, sold. And in 2015, I kind of started following my passion of what I call coaching, training, speaking, really being able to share knowledge with others. Because I don't think I've got it all figured out, and you have to continue to learn. But I love with Ascend Business Strategies, I get to work with others and help them improve themselves. Because I think that's what life is. It's a lifelong journey about um, growing and learning. So uh, Send Business Strategies really allowed me that capability to do something that I'm passionate about in helping other people. Well, fun. And what do you do for Funny Missouri? In Missouri, well, we've got my family. I've got three teenagers. So I've got a 19, a 17-year-old, and today a 16-year-old. So now I've got three drivers in the family. So we're kind of in that crazy style of life right now, really just following the kids with their activities and all the events that they're doing. I love to play golf, and then I'm very active in Special Olympics, and I have a golf partner that we play unified golf together, Keith looking off, and Keith and I go out once a week during the spring and summer and get ready for our state games that we're able to play for, and we play unified golf together, and I enjoy playing golf with other people too. Um, but the, with family activities right now, I've really made a conscious decision that I was going to be an active parent with them. Um, Try not to be that helicopter parent, but try to be an active parent with them. So really enjoy their activities and really try to take part in what they're doing. Because in just a couple short years, as you know how fast it goes, they're going to be gone. And I want to make that impact why I can on them. Well, I love that because I kind of have the same um, ideal that I wanted to do. And that's when I started my coaching business, when my kids hit uh, the end of junior high, uh, early high school, with that intention of being more available for them in their teen years, uh, when I feel they really need it, and uh, it, it's 
it does go fast. Both my boys are adults now and have their own things going on. Now, on the Badass Business Badass and Business show, we talk a lot about inner game and uh part of the inner game is mindset and part of that is habits. So why do you believe uh in the work that you do that a person's mindset is so important in creating uh the success habits? It is vital. Uh, mindset is everything because if we believe we can, we can. But when we believe we can't, we can't. And so we have to decide that. And I have to share a short little story about my son. I just found this out because I had a friend of mine come up to me at one of the track meets. He's in track. And he said, um, I got a good chuckle out of your son because my daughter came home and they were running their seventh or eighth 200 um, sprint. And everyone was complaining. And your son jumped up and told everyone, said, my dad says you can do this. If you just have the mindset, you can do it. So it's amazing how when we set that up, it allows us that success. Now, I've taken and I've got, got what I call a climber mindset. That's the person that's searching, learning, growing. The people listening to your podcast right now, they're climbers because they're trying to improve things. We know we don't have it all figured out, but we're willing to try. Even if we fail, we're willing to do it again. And then there's those folks that are those stuck mindset that believe they can't. And, of course, when they can't and they say, I don't want to, or I don't know how, or it's too hard, all those things, that's that stuck mindset where they limit themselves of what their potential they have. And when we create habits around that, it allows us to achieve the success, the goals, the things that we're striving for each and every day. And I think mindset is the key because, like this morning, when my alarm went off at 4.50 a.m., I had a choice. I was tired. I could have slept in. Or, instead, I could get up and start my day and go do my exercise and do my reading and do the things that I want to do because I know that gives me that climber mindset and it sets me up for long term. So I think for our listeners, the key is your mindset will determine it. And it really sets you apart from others because as we create those habits and disciplines, then that helps us move forward. And I just think it's, you know, if there's one thing anyone can learn and you can teach, you know, we talked about teenagers. Just like you said, you got into this and you was able to give them that background. Well, after hearing that story about my son, what did I find out? Even though I may get those eye rolls, they are still hearing what we're saying, and that can make a difference for them for a lifetime. Absolutely. And I love the climber uh, mindset and that, that um, metaphor that you created there because I have that too, and I have been writing a book called Conquering Success Mountain, and it's about that. It's about you know climbing and creating those success habits and plans uh, to support your success uh, up the mountain and avoiding the pitfalls and the stuck places. And so I love that. It, it just fits so much in with what I teach as well. And I always say, you know, you can have the best plans in the world and the best goals, but if you don't, ha if you haven't created the mindset to support that, then it's just stuff written on paper. You won't get into action with it. Or as soon as you hit the first roadblock, you will back off and go, oh, this is too hard. 
So you hit it right on the head. I love that. And they'll definitely be boulders. You know, they won't be little bumps in the road. Sometimes they're big bumps in the road. But we have to be willing. Are we willing to overcome that? What's that challenge? What's that change at that time? What do we have to do? Everyone has them. I mean, all the way back in time, if you study some of our great leaders, they've had those challenges, but they've decided, I figured out a way to get around that mountain. Exactly, exactly. And I always say, if you if you uh, stop having challenges, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's just, it's just a life, it's part of life. It's a lifelong process, and it's what uh, helps shape us. Now you wrote a book called Positive Culture Wins, and I know you you uh, share a lot of great things in that book. But what is the challenge that Johnny faces? The biggest challenge Johnny faces is the same thing you and I face every day. The things when we're struggling, either with our career, our family, or maybe it's our health, or maybe it's that tox- toxic workplace environment that we're in. We really hate this job. In, but we can't get out of it. Instead, what Johnny really finds out is he had it all. He had a great job and everything, but he was losing the thing that was most important to him, his family and his spouse. And finally, after coming home, his wife kind of gave him the ultimatum, said, you know, either the job or we're, we're leaving you because he was never there. He was always traveling, and it was always about the work first. So what Johnny really finds out in it, and it's a business fable, so it's an easy follow-along story, but what he finds out is when he goes to a smaller company, he realizes that they teach him how to have that mindset, to have that high achievers mindset in the challenges we have. And I call them four practices that we have challenges in. And there's probably more, but these are my four that I talk about all the time, is our energy. And to me, energy is about our exercise, but it's also about our productivity each day that we do in work, in life. And then we look at our connections. It's all about our relationships. Are we a giver or a taker? And sometimes people look at me when they say, a taker, that's a bad thing. No, I take from a lot of my great relationships, and they've made me stronger. My grandmother, I mean, my gosh, she was such a great woman. She always had arthritis, and when she'd point your finger at you, it would point crookedly and it wouldn't always point directly at you but she'd say you know you have to be good to people you have to take care of them so what do you take from others in your relationships that you can share what do you give in your relationships and then it's really about that influence what is the influence that we want to show my story I talked about earlier with my son I could say a thousand things and I tell him all kinds of things but it's how he puts it in his what do you want that influence to be Do you want it to be positive or negative? And I think this is the one time that in leadership that it either is going to show a positive or negative in your life. If you're always yelling at them and telling everything they do wrong, well, then what's going to happen? They're going to be very negative going forward. But if you build them up, the strength that it gives. And I do a little exercise when I'm um, doing a speaking engagement, and I'll bring a big, strong guy up. And I I do a little lifting and stuff, but I'm not that strong. But I tell them, I said, I test their manhood and say, I'm going to, you know, try to bring your arms down and they're straight out. And the first time you try to do it and you challenge another guy, boy, they're tough, you know. Well, then I bring another person up and for 30 seconds, 
I tell them all these false things, and I let the person know. I tell them three times before we do it. Everything they say about you is going to be false. You understand that, right? Everything I tell you is going to be false. And we tell them it's going to be false information. But for 30 seconds, if they look them in the eye and tell them, I don't like your hair, I don't like your ears, I don't like your nose, whatever it is, don't like the clothes that you're wearing, they don't match, all these things, I can have them put their arms back up and their strength is gone. So what I want to know is, what are you telling your employees or your people you work, are you influencing them? What are you telling yourself? Because to get that strength back, within 30 seconds, I can tell them, have them tell them all positive things about them, and their strength comes back in 30 seconds. So it's so amazing by the words and the actions we use, we influence not only ourselves, but we influence others. And then the last area I talk about that I love about is about integration. And it's really about the change and the habits and disciplines. And Johnny goes through a whole story about how he learns these practices and starts putting them into his life. And, of course, what happens? He gets greater results. And ultimately, we're really living for not just results. We're kind of living for our purpose. What do we want to live for? What What is important to us? And it really allows that to come through. But the cool thing is, is it's through a story format. So you learn the lessons along the way, but you get wrapped in the story. And then my whole goal behind it was I hope people see their own life in some of that story and what do they need to change to be able to get the results or ultimately to get their purpose of life. Wow, that's fantastic. And, you know, stories and metaphors, they connect deeper in the unconscious mind than facts. So stories are very, very powerful, uh, and that's probably why we love movies, because we get wrapped up in the story and we learn from them, even though we don't realize we're learning from those those stories and those metaphors in movies. So I, I love that you use uh, a great story in your book. Now, as coaches, a lot of times we create uh, mantras and... Uh, you know, for me, one of my big things is getting badassified uh, as the energy that you create when you uh, develop both the inner and the outer game. But you created a mantra of charge. What, will you tell us about that? Sure. Charge to me, it's an acronym, basically, create habits around real goals every day. Because I'm a believer in, you know, number one, I love setting goals, and I'm a goal achiever, and I like going after them. But it's the habits that drive us there, drive us there. Just like I talked about earlier, if I want to exercise, I have to have the habit of getting up and doing the exercise when I want or whenever I schedule it. And I can tell you from experience, I used to be 275 pounds. Today I'm 200 pounds, and it happened back in November of 2002 when that journey started. And in October of 2003, I was able to achieve that goal of losing 75 pounds because of the habit I created those for those 11 months. But the neat thing is I started that back in 2002, 2003. That habit is still with me today. I can tell you today I still weigh 200 pounds, and I've aged. <laughs> Time has not been on my side there. So we all know your metabolism, those things um, go down. Well, I think that fits with everything that you do. If it's in our workplace and we want to be productive and we've got a goal that we're going after there, we've got to figure out what are the habits that I need to make that successful. 
in writing a book. You're doing it now on that. I've done it um, and stuff. This book that I wrote, The Positive Culture Win, took over a year to develop. It took a habit to make myself right on certain days because there's days that you got all these other things you could do, um, but I need to write some of the book to keep it progressing forward. And over a year, you think, well, you didn't have to write much. But the thing is, is all that editing and everything else, you normally have about six to eight months to write the book if you want to get it out in a year because of all the editing and getting it all prepared, ready to go. So you have to decide what are the habits that you need and then how can you tie that to your goal to be able to make it achieve it. And that's why I kind of created the acronym because create habits around real goals every day. That lets me know that they connect the both together. And to me, I'm a... I think goals are vital for people because it's kind of that point. It allows us and pushes us forward, and it says, let's make this happen. It's something that's important. It, you know, a goal may be like in our family, we've set goals before in our family that we want to have at least two meals a night where we're at all at the supper table. And you know what challenge that is that when they become um, teenagers. But we make that a reality by what we do, and then we make that a priority. You know, last night I was able to have a nice supper with my family because we make that a priority. So what are the habits that you have and then what are the goals you want and then to help you achieve them? And then I just love the acronym. It's CHARGE because I love rhinoceroses, and rhinoceroses are known for one thing. They love to charge, but not charge to run over people. Instead, charge to have the energy and have the vitality and have what you're looking to get out of life. Because I think sometimes when you say charge, some people would think, oh, then you run over people. And earlier in my career, I had some of those challenges. But now I get the greatest satisfaction of seeing someone else grow instead of myself, seeing them improve, seeing them do something that they never thought was possible, that now they're able to ascend and achieve that in their life. And I think that's where you get that excitement from. You know, with my son right now playing sports, I mean, I love sports, but I, my ultimate is what is he learning from that sport? What is he going to take into his life as he goes forward? And we have those conversations. And I get quite a few eye rolls, but, of course, I find out I think some of it will last and um, it allows him to put in his life. But what do you need to put in your daily life to create that charge each and every day that you want? Well, I really like that acronym and I was I was really excited when you shared it with me a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, you know, business can be challenging. We and you just mentioned that that you faced a lot of challenges in business, and now you're so excited that you get to take those lessons and uh, teach them to others and help other people grow. But what has been one of your biggest challenges in business, and how did you overcome that? I think the, right now, as um, the business that I'm in currently, over the last three years, I've been building this business. And I'll be honest, where before, I always did it through people. With Now I have a very small staff. Um, so I've really realized that productivity for myself. And today, I think it's even tougher than it was five years ago, for sure, 10 or 15 years ago, because of all the distractions. So what I really had to do is I figured the biggest challenge was I had to get out of my own way. Part of the reasons in 13 and 14 I sold those other businesses is because I realized if I wanted to get serious about coaching, training, and speaking to people, then I had to really create the time that I was 
I had that productivity time that I had. And I have a little acronym. Another one, I love acronyms, as you can see, of PRO. And it's about our peak productivity time. That's doing your most important work. And maybe it's only a 60 to 90 minute segment and you take a break. And then you can come back and do more peak productivity time. But the R is recovery time. So this weekend, truly enjoying my family. I had a hard time with that early in my career. I worked, I worked. I was Johnny somewhat in the book. Um, too much work and not enough pleasure um, side of it. Didn't enjoy the simple things of life. So I've realized now that recovery time is important. So when I'm home, that I'm home. Um, not that I've got work there. Because today you can work all the time. You can bring your computer home and you can sit there and do emails while you're sitting there on the couch with your family. But you're disconnected. So truly having that recovery time. And then the O is for office time. How can I create that office time that when I am in my email, okay, I'm in my email. But I'm not in my email all day long. And for those folks, if you have that dinger that goes off every time your email goes off, there is a button that you can take that off. Same way on your phone, you can take that off. Even on your phone, if you're really doing important work, you can have your email not come to your phone for a day and then turn it back on when you need it because I think those distractions. So for myself, the obstacle I had to overcome was really not allowing myself to fall into all those distractions and setting up a very detailed schedule each day of what my highest priorities were and then following through on them. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, that's something all all business owners need, that peak performance or peak productivity time. And uh, I, I love that acronym, too. That's awesome. So what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs that um, are starting into their purpose or passion, what they really want to do, and leaving something else behind? I think really it's in on my book title, Positive Culture Wins. Create that positive culture, not just in your business, because you're going to have more people. When I learned that with my team where I created a positive culture, I ran a license office one time. And we were the best functioning license office in the state of Missouri. And these were not high-paid individuals. But we created a culture where it was fun for them to come in. The people that came in before, you know, they were considered customers or whatever, we considered them guests. We had popcorn for them. But then when I would come in, I'd bring the ice cream, you know, for my staff. And I'd always get a couple extra because you'd always get when I would pass them out to the staff, somebody would say, oh, I wished I would get ice cream. And I'd say, here you go. And they'd be like, oh, no, no, I was just kidding. And I was like, no, I buy extra every time because I normally get somebody to make that comment. I would love if you just take the ice cream. And they're just like shocked, you know, and they're shakes, so they're easier to keep. But my staff, what it would do would just create an environment. And then we just really created acronyms or ways for them to have fun in the workplace. There were stressful times, but it made the stress go down. So if you can create that with your teams and in your life, you know, think about your home life. What can you do to bring back? Maybe that charge is gone right now at home. Maybe with your significant other. What can you bring into that life to make that? Surprise them sometimes. You know, do adventures. Adventures don't have to cost a lot of money. Adventures could be, you know, just having, uh, going bike riding with your family and enjoying that atmosphere. And I think as business owners, as we get tied in our business, we get so worried about profit and loss, and that's vital, I understand that. 
but create a culture that people want to win. Everyone wants to win. We all have that competitive spirit. And when you can create that culture in your life and in your business, that's when you're going to see success really take off. Well, that is just, you know, that's probably exactly what I would say, too. I always have to make sure I find time for fun, even though I don't have a significant other and my kids are adults. I still need to fill my soul with with fun with an adventure. So I did something with a friend on Saturday. Yesterday I spent gardening, which uh, is very fulfilling to me. And I didn't even look at my email yesterday. It's like I've got to unplug. And I think all business owners need that time to unplug. And uh, then I love creating the culture of, uh, you know, that, that wins. Because I've got to do that every day to keep myself motivated as an entrepreneur. And I coach my clients as well. So I think you just hit the nail right on the head with that one. And so, Gary, I've loved having you on our podcast today. Where can our listeners learn more about you and your company? Well, I'm on all the social medias, Facebook and all of them, at Gary Wubbers. Or you can go to our website, um, goascend, G-O-A-S-C-E-N-D dot biz, and that's my website. Um, And then I would love to give them, if it's okay, Annette, I've got a program called Seven Days. If you're trying to get that charge in your life, I have a free program you can go to. It's a seven-day charge program. And all they've got to do is go to positiveculturewins.biz, and that program is totally free. And what you'll have is for seven days, I'll come to your email inbox. It'll be a video, normally three to five minutes, and a little bit of writing that tells you a little bit what's on that. But I also give some downloads that in each area that I'm talking about, tools that you can put into practice. So that productivity side of it that I talked about, the pro system, it's in there. And it will talk about how you can implement this into your life. And it gives you all the all the more detail about writing it. I'll talk, give you an overview on the video, but then you can really put that charge in your life because life is too short. We're all on a journey and I just believe that it's up to us to really create the journey of what we want in life. Well, thank you for sharing that incredible gift. Everyone go download that. I think I'll probably go download that too because it sounds like, you know, something that I can use also to help keep me sharp and uh charged in my in my daily life. So, uh Gary's link will be in the podcast notes. Gary, thank you again for being on the Badass in Business show. I really enjoyed having you here. Well, Annette, it's been a pleasure. And as I always say, I tell my kids this when they leave up and go off to school, and I tell everyone, go out and make it a great day because I believe we have to make it, not decide to have a nice day. So go out and make it a great day, and thanks for having me today. You're welcome. And remember, everyone, share the podcast with other badass business owners. And remember, you can find me at AnnettePiper.com. And remember to spell Piper, P-I-E, just like the yummy dessert. Thanks for listening today. I've really enjoyed having our guest and make it a badass day. Namaste.